Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Wednesday, November 17th, 2021. Let's take a look at today's charts. At number one, we have BTC, $60,265, down 2.50%. Ethereum number two, $4,225.27, cents, down 3.13%. Binance Coin number three, $591.48, cents, down 4.95%. Number four, Tether, $1.00. Solana number five, $220.60, down 3.61%. Cardano number six, $1.89, down 2.36%. XRP number seven, $1.09, down 4.89%. Number eight, Polkadot, $40.25, down 5.02%. USD coin number nine, $1. And last but not least, Dogecoin at number 10, 23 cents, down 3.94%. Let's take a look at the Crypto Fear and Greed Index. Extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried. That could be a buying opportunity. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. So what we got today is neutral at 52. Yesterday was greed at 71. Last week was greed at 75. And last month was extreme greed at 78. Let's look at our five articles today. Article number one is... When it comes to metaverse, it really comes down to learning here's why. Article two, Bitcoin falls as China takes aim once again at extremely harmful crypto mining. Article number three, Bitcoin still needs this to strengthen its inflation hedge narrative. Article four, is buying the dip the best option for Bitcoin investors right now? And last but not least, article number five is the main topic. Is it too late to get into the crypto game? So before we get into the articles, just want to say thank you so much to all my supporters and all my listeners. I've been looking at the analytics and I've been seeing a lot of traffic in the Apple podcast space. But again, if you have friends or family members that have Android devices, they can catch me on Spotify or Google Podcasts. And of course, you can catch the video version of this podcast. podcast where you can check it out on Dave's Daily Crypto Take YouTube channel. Please like, share, and subscribe. It does help me out greatly. All right, let's get into it. Article number one is, when it comes to metaverse, it really comes down to learning. Here's why. So metaverse has become a hot topic, especially after Mark Zuckerberg's announcement around Facebook rebranding sometime back. Soon after, Morgan Stanley came out to call it the next big investment vertical. Currently, there are a number of metaverse tokens in the market that include names like Axie Infinity, Decentraland, Engine Coin, and the Sandbox in order of their market cap. As per the Crunchbase database, metaverse projects added $96 million in various rounds of funding this year. It is clear that the metaverse is looking like a theme with a lot of future interest. Just earlier this month, Engine has also announced a $100 million Affinity Metaverse Fund. Speaking about funds, Grayscale Investments also had launched Grayscale Decentraland Trust in March this year. Its idea was to offer passive investments in MANA in the form of security. In a recent interview with insider Michael Sonnesign, CEO of Grayscale stated that he began to notice the convergence between virtual reality, gaming, and digital assets a couple of years back. Since the fund's inception, it has returned a stellar number of 1,200.4%, with $61.3 million in ALM. 
SunDesign has some guidelines before investors deep dive into the ecosystem. For starters, he recommended holding the native currency of an application for exposure. Moreover, investors need to get educated on the metaverse, he stated, adding, I think because the idea can be quite abstract, it really comes down to learning. Looking at the evolution of metaverse, Sanazine recalled the birth of Web 1.0 with a read-only interface. Then it moved to Web 2.0 with a limitation of centralization. In the context of decentralized virtual reality Web 3.0, Sanazine said, what we now find ourselves on is the dawn of the Web 3.0, where we're seeing for the first time an advocacy on behalf of the user or the individuals that are participating in these types of activities that want greater ownership and control over their experiences, their data, and how value is being shared and received. But this is just the beginning for Web 3.0. Xingzheng Mao, the CEO and co-founder of Kobo, had stated that the metaverse is still conceptual and the race has just started. With that, a new report predicted that the ecosystem can top around $600 billion in valuations by 2027, it stated. The metaverse market size is likely to grow at robust 44.8% CAGR during the 2021 to 2027 period. And naturally, many analysts are betting on it. Crypto gaming and metaverse are going to be a top area for gains in the coming years. I am personally allocating more capital to the sector and will continue to do so. Gaming will red pill so many people. Wow, what an article. When it comes to metaverse, it really comes down to learning and here's why. Comment down below and let me know what you think. Article number two, Bitcoin falls as China takes aim once again at extremely harmful crypto mining. Chinese authorities are ramping up a crackdown on crypto mining calling it an extremely harmful practice that threatens to jeopardize the country's efforts to reduce carbon emissions. The National Development and Reform Commission spokesperson Meng Wei blasted Bitcoin mining during a press conference Tuesday in Beijing. She said that activity consumes a lot of energy and produces lots of carbon emissions. Meng said that the NDRC, the country's top economic planner, will launch a full-scale clampdown on cryptocurrency mining by focusing on commercial mining and the role of state-owned businesses in the industry. She also said that the crypto production and trade produces prominent risks and blasted the industry as blind and disorderly. As part of its new push, the NDRC said it would raise electricity prices for any institution found to be abusing its access to subsidized power to participate in crypto mining. Authorities have traditionally offered schools, community centers, or other public welfare institutions lower prices for electricity. The price of Bitcoin fell after the marks driving more than 7% to $60,889, its lowest value in more than a week. While the reason for the plunge was not immediately clear, it coincided with the NDRC press conference. Ether, the second largest digital token after Bitcoin, slid more than 8% on Tuesday too, $4,297, the worst level in two weeks. This is not the first time this year that Beijing has pledged to crack down on crypto mining. China has intensified its efforts to clamp down on cryptocurrency since May, when it banned the trading of cryptocurrency and said it would scrutinize mining operations in the country. China accounts for more than 75% of Bitcoin mining around the world, 
according to research published by the peer-reviewed journal Nature Communications in April. Despite its fall this week, Bitcoin is still having a banner year. The cryptocurrency has surged about 110% in 2021. Last week, it hit a record high of $69,000. China is taking aim at crypto for a few reasons. Authorities seek the currencies as a big financial risk and as a way that people can evade strict national controls on capital and want to rein in such practices. The restrictions on decentralized currencies like Bitcoin also comes as a government rolls out a digital version of the yuan, which would allow China's central bank exercise more control over the flow and exchange of money. Beijing is also trying to meet its climate targets to become carbon neutral by 2060, and crypto mining could threaten that. The practice is energy intensive and consumes a lot of computer power as it requires machines to solve complex series of algorithms to verify transactions. China is also struggling with a severe power shortage, which has affected millions of households and factories with power rationing. The new latest effort to target mining will be of great significance to China's goals to reduce carbon emissions and achieve carbon neutrality, Meng said at a Tuesday's press conference. China must strictly prevent crypto mining from rising from the dead ashes, Meng said. So there you guys have it. What do you think about this article? Bitcoin falls as China takes aim once again at extreme crypto mining. So comment down below and let me know what you think. Article number three is Bitcoin still needs this to strengthen its inflation hedge narrative. Bitcoin, after facing a rather dramatic week, registered a quick comeback on the charts and was trading at $65,909 at press time. Over the past year, the crypto has recorded 311.43% ROI versus USD for its hodlers. In fact, despite the price consolidation, bearish months, and many FUDs, BTC's narrative as an inflation hedge seems to be only growing. Bitcoin as an inflation hedge? Question mark. So is Bitcoin the inflation hedge that could save the day? Well, this question seems more relevant now than ever. The reason? The U.S. government's announcement that its consumer price index has soared by 6.2% from a year ago, the biggest 12-month jump since 1990. Soon after the announcement, stock futures dropped while bond yields increased sharply. On the other hand, gold, which has held the inflation hedge badge for a long time, also increased. Increasingly, uh, Bitcoin followed suit, at least for the time being. In fact, amid the news of rising inflation, BTC's price saw a new all-time high of over $69,000 on November 10th. In addition to that, a Bloomberg report found out that Bitcoin has achieved 99.996% deflation over the past 10 years. Notably, the price of one Bitcoin in 2011 can now buy just 0.004% of a Bitcoin today. Meanwhile, the CPI has risen by 28% in dollars over the same time frame. So while economists estimate that roughly half of Bitcoin's price surge over the last few months has been driven by inflation feeders and another half due to momentum trading, how much truth does the same hold? Still lacks value. Looking deeper into the capital markets, it can be observed that Bitcoin has in fact been increasingly correlated with inflation expectations. ProShares Inflation Expectations ETF tracks the long-term break-even inflation 
a widely followed measure of inflation expectations. Notably, BTC's correlation with RINF hit an all-time high of 0.95 in late October, which highlighted how both Bitcoin and inflation expectations have been moving in tandem. However, as Bitcoin's price climbed by nearly 4% in the two-hour period following the inflation report, it dropped by 8% just a few hours later. What did this mean? Firstly, this move was indicative of how the traditional market's disruption still affects BTC because its market capitalization isn't large enough to absorb market anomalies just yet. In hindsight, it is notable that BTC's market cap stood at $1.236 trillion at the time of writing, which, while gold's market cap was $11.837 trillion. What this suggested was that gold's market size was 824.3% more than BTC's. Furthermore, while BTC limited supply makes it an ideal hedge for inflation, the market stance on this potential is still inconclusive, more so since higher inflation may move ahead with an interest rate hike. That being said, while Bitcoin has achieved 99.996% deflation over the past 10 years, it is also important to note that Bitcoin has yet to gain enough trust to be counted as a guaranteed inflation hedge. Maybe with time, Bitcoin's narrative as an inflation hedge can further strengthen for now. Looking at the stats, it does seem like BTC could be the next best bet to be an inflation hedge. And there is a good reason for such optimism. After all, BTC's market cap is now just approximately $2 billion off from silvers. What do you guys think about this article? Bitcoin still needs this to strengthen its inflation hedge narrative. Comment down below and let me know what you think. All right, uh, before we get into round two, just want to say thank you so much to everyone. Uh, been looking at the analytics and I've seen people in the Americas, in South America. Thank you so much. I've also seen you guys in Europe, especially in Germany, UK, France, and also Switzerland, Netherlands. Thank you so much for all your help. And in Asia, China, Philippines, what up? And also Japan, thank you so much for all your support. Again, podcasts are Apple, Spotify, and Google. And in the YouTube space, Dave's Daily Crypto Take. All right, let's get into it. Article number four is buying the dip, the best option for Bitcoin investors right now. As far as price movements go, Bitcoin has a good run over the weeks. However, even though there was an all-time high just seven days ago, Bitcoin is already losing some of its gains now. Now, the good thing is investors, instead of being negative about this development, are focusing on making the most of this opportunity. But they might as well consider changing their decision. Bitcoin is dipping. As far as social volumes are concerned, investors are showing interest in making the most of the price fall. In fact, buying the dip interest has spiked of late. Similar interest was visible earlier this month when Bitcoin first noted red candles after hitting a new all-time high on the charts. Bitcoin drops to as low as 60.2K as the buy the dip interest shows major spike in interest. Since then, however, the price has been consistently falling with a 7% drop seen over the last 24 hours. Such has been the scale of depreciation that BTC has dipped towards the 60K level now. This sentiment is buying is only to hodl. Right now on the macro scale where BTC's price has risen by over 104%, its rate of changing hands hasn't moved by a lot. 
Except for a few spikes in September and August, coins have mostly remained confined to investors' wallets as it's visible on the velocity chart. By the dip, right now the market is dominated by extreme greed. In fact, for the whole of November, that has been the case. It is thus clear that the intentions to buy are born out of the will to make profits. According to the market sentiment, buying at the moment might actually end up with investors facing losses. The recent price fall was a result of the all-time high market top, which has since come to an end. But price indicators on the bigger scale are still appearing bearish. However, the reason the market is still bearish and could continue to be on the way up is the $125 million worth of longs liquidation seen today and the additional $191 million worth of Bitcoin sold in a day. Simply put, prices can fall further or consolidate, but a hike is far for a few days. Investors willing to buy the dip should wait for another 48 to 72 hours, and if the price fall appears to be getting slower, they can go for it. What do you guys think about this article? Is buying the dip the best option for Bitcoin investors right now? Comment down below and let me know what you think. Should you buy the dip now or wait 48 to 72 hours? All right, let's take a look at our main topic today. It is, is it too late to get into the crypto game? That is a question that many of us have on our thoughts, especially if you have friends and family that have not got into it yet. Our lives are like movies. We're the main characters of them and protagonists of our personal plots. And there's almost always an antagonist probably a love interest and ideally a confidant. In today's times, there's also the holy grail of gurus, the crypto affiochnados. That's right. If you're not that someone, you're almost indubitably have that someone in your life who serves as the call them crazy crypto cognizant. If this doesn't quite resonate with you, take a stroll through your Instagram feed. Someone is silently serving you ads about the opportunity losses you're currently accruing if you're not already on the Bitcoin bandwagon. Bitcoin first hit the maker in uh, 2009 and was trading around a few cents to a dollar coin by 2010. Flash forward, it reached an all-time high price of more than 68K in November 2021. That unfathomable jump happened in just about a decade. No asset class has ever seen such returns in such a time frame. And crypto goes beyond Bitcoin. You may have heard about Shiba Inu coin. For example, the digital asset has been soaring to record highs, skyrocketing 60 million percent over the past year. Litecoin, Ethereum, and Binance coin are other popular cryptocurrencies. But is it too late to get into the crypto game? Signs point to no. The question, is it too late to invest in crypto, conjures 29,800,000 results in Google. And many of these results offer the same response. It's never too late to get invested. Sure, while you may not make millions of dollars right now like you would have had invested 10 years ago, there's still money to potentially be made. In fact, many argue that crypto is still very much in its infancy and that there's boundless opportunities ahead. After all, investing in crypto is not unlike investing in stock of public companies. Like ride-hailing apps like Uber and Lyft are disrupting the public transportation market and rental platforms like Airbnb are disrupting the hospitality industry and Amazon is disrupting the retail market, cryptocurrencies are disrupting the financial markets. While it could fall flat, it could also keep forging forward. 
Just because some coins are expensive these days doesn't mean that they're bad investments. And just because crypto coins may dip at times doesn't mean that they're bad investments. Volatility is inevitable. That's no secret across the board in the investment world, regardless of the assets in which you choose to invest in. But the people who hung onto their Bitcoins through the lows are certainly happy they did. Plus, digital assets can provide a hedge against inflation and help to diversify investment portfolios. That's because there will only ever be 21 million Bitcoin available across the globe. That's why it's sometimes referred to as digital gold. There's a limited supply and ever-increasing value. Moreover, new coins are cropping up all the time. This means that you're spoiled for choice of crypto investment options to explore. Already, there are over 4,000 cryptocurrencies available on the market, ranging from decentralized finance to stablecoin to NFTs and more. The point is, is that investment involves risk, but the reward potential may be worth it. And enough people agree, including ever more big banks, investment firms, and financial institutions that are hopping aboard to find innovative ways of incorporating digital assets into payment plans and portfolios. Getting started with crypto is simple when you invest with QAI. QAI's recently launched crypto kit offers you diversified access to cryptocurrencies without all the hassle of navigating unchartered territory. While selecting investments, managing risk in the space and executing trades have typically taken lots of time and technical know-how, the crypto kit does all the legwork for you. Now you can easily invest in a group of exchange-traded trusts that hold major cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and Ethereum. So what do you think about this article? Take a look. Is it too late to get into the crypto game? Comment down below and let me know what you think. All right. Let's take a look at our prices one more time before we head out. Number one is BTC at $60,265. Ethereum at $4,225. Binance Coin, $591. Tether, $1. Solana, $220. Cardano at $1.89. XRP, $1.09. Polkadot, $40.25. USD coin, $1. And last but not least, Dogecoin at $0.23. Cents. So there you guys have it. Thank you so much for taking your lovely time out of your day to listen to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Again, catch me on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. And if you're in YouTube space, please like, share, and subscribe. Other than that, please have a great crypto day, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.